0: Welcome to episode seventy-five of Imperial Hearts.
1: Imperial Hearts is a seventy-five episode strong Star Wars podcast hosted by your friends Jamie
0: and Dana. We're hey. now senior senior citizens of the yeah, seniors <laughs> seventy-five <laughs> podcasts old. Senior Star Wars correspondents uh,
1: who talk about comics, books, movies, news,
0: feelings, director choices. That's what we're going to talk about this week. <laughs> Segway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about the news, we're going to be talking about current events in Star Wars, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about the new Phasma comic, we'll be talking about the new Leia, Princess of Alderaan book, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll be talking about episodes 10 to 13 of Clone Wars Season 5. Wow, I'm on, I'm on, on nice. the ball this week with my numbers. Speaking of balls, let's talk about. I was thinking about droids. I didn't mean to.
1: Right, I was thinking about the ball that Colin Trevorrow dropped. Yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, the the BB-8 unit that Colin Trevorrow dropped this week.
1: Yep. So uh, yeah. yeah, that was the that was the big news in Star Wars this week. Was Colin Trevorrow is out as director of Episode Nine. Um, the statement put out by Lucasfilm. Uh insists that it was a mutual creative decision which you know it, i think it very well might have been uh sure a lot of people are talking about how like you get these directors who come in and want to be like auteurs yeah. on on the productions but star wars is like such an inherently collaborative property absolutely it's, it's run by lucasfilm disney like you can't really come in and do your own thing and on
0: star wars the same thing happened with the han solo movie yeah with uh, miller and lord mm-hmm i'm not really surprised
1: no especially after his last movie was so panned by critics that it's going to be like a hate watch movie like the room
0: so it was jurassic park right
1: no the book of henry remember we had that episode we talked about the book of henry it was just like no remind me he put out this movie about a Child genius who gets his mother to, like, assassinate a next-door neighbor. Right. And it was apparently so bad that the reviews, like... They were comparing it to The Room, which is, like, a famously bad movie. Who made Jurassic World, then? He did.
0: Oh. But
1: it was, like, this movie came out more recently, and it was just... Like, nobody liked it. At least some people liked Jurassic
0: World. (laughs) Jurassic World was okay. Yeah. It was, like... I don't know. It was kind of like The Force Awakens of...
1: Ugh, no. I mean, it wasn't good. as it
0: wasn't as good, but yeah. it, but it was like the same, right? The thing. Sort of reboot. Yeah, it was like a reboot. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So for me, mm-hmm. my my impression, I'm. It's a relief.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Um, not just because I didn't want another movie from this guy, but also because it shows that they're not they're not hesitant to cut people, mm-hmm. and it's happened twice. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel. I feel like the management around these movies is like they're trying hard to make something good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh the and there are some rumors that J J Abrams and Ryan Johnson are in talks to come back.
0: I've heard that too.
1: Which I think would be a at this point a solid choice. It's a safe choice. I, I think it's, so too. It's yeah. certainly not taking any risks. Um You know, a lot of people have floated other names that would be bigger risks and bigger potential payoffs. Guillermo del Toro, Ava DuVernay, you know, Patty Jenkins, like people who are, Mm. um, you know, more up and comers. um, But bringing JJ or even Ryan Johnson back would be. They've already made one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It Uh, would be, I think it'd be interesting if they brought back ryan johnson because then it would be like he's just making a sequel to his previous film yeah i mean i know i I haven't seen it yet but Mm -hmm. i feel like that would be the safest choice Mm -hmm. because he's already like just finishing working with this crew Mm -hmm. it it makes the most sense Mm -hmm. i feel like i mean jj would also probably do a good job yeah i'm sure there's a lot of people who do a good job but like my instincts tell me that they're gonna bring back ryan johnson
1: Yeah, that would probably be. I know, like, JJ had talked about, um, after Force Awakens wrapped, he talked about how he wished he could have done the next one. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a scheduling conflict or something, and he wasn't tapped to do the second one, so he was kind of like, yeah, do I wish I was doing the rest of the Star Wars? Yes, I do. That would be so cool. It would be kind of cool to get him back, because he didn't expect that, but he did want it.
0: That would be really cool. It
1: would be cool to get him to, like, finish off the trilogy, too like because he could
0: yeah or with both of them yeah that would be really cool they too. could
1: deliver on some of the hints that they put into the <laughs> movies <laughs> like we were talking about last week so
0: speaking of which um mm-hmm. empire's cover story oh yeah came out this week and there was a lot of interview quotes from ryan johnson about the new movie so mm-hmm. maybe it would be a good time to segue into that yeah okay Uh, so a lot of it was like them asking about his process on how he came up with this stuff. Mm -hmm. Is there a story outline? Was he given anything to work with? Right. Um, which is really like something we've been talking about a lot on last podcast. Um, and here's the quote, the perception of these films is that they're all planned out on a secret sheet of paper in advance, but that's just not the case. I wasn't given an outline of where it goes or even a list of things to hit. It was really just, okay, what's next? Mm. Mm. (laughs) He was giving nothing.
1: Wow. He just, like, literally gets to look at Force Awakens, just like any of us would, and extrapolate his own story from it?
0: Yeah. Wow. Really makes you think about, (laughs) you know, fanfic versus canon. It's just all the same. It's
1: just whoever gets picked.
0: Whoever gets picked to be canon. To
1: make their fanfic canon. Pretty
0: much. Yeah. And sort of continues, I had a couple of keynote ideas. Then I just started freeform writing with each of the characters. What do I know about them? Where do I want to see them go? What would be the toughest thing each of them could be faced with? I started this big document that ended up growing and growing, and eventually a through line started to become clear. Hmm. So, like, I mean, it sounds like he's thought everything yeah. thing out, but it's like, I guess I'm just, I get scared when there's no boss right it's like when i'm at like i've been at companies before where it's like who's okay so like who's steering the ship and Mm -hmm. then people are like nobody (laughs) yeah it's like an it's like a ouija board
1: right yeah everybody
0: everybody's steering the ship yeah democracy Mm -hmm. i'm (laughs) pro-democracy it's
1: like no we we already know you're the imperial player and now we know why (laughs) because dana likes to know who's in charge
0: I'm not a fascist. Yeah, no I'm, no, I'm not pro dictatorship. Yeah, but for companies mm-hmm. and on, you know, films, maybe I am right. a little bit. Uh, it would be. It would be nice to know that there was. Yeah. A, a showrunner.
1: It's. It's certainly like I remember a couple of months ago when there was you know drummed up fake controversy about how. Mark Hamill had said when he originally started working with Ryan Johnson right. he, he didn't like the direction that he had taken Luke and he disagreed with um those choices. And then of course he Mark Hamill being the eternal diplomat that he is said, of course, Of course I ended up agreeing with what happened with Luke, and yes, I like what he did with him in the movie, but it's sort of um it really illustrates that this guy, Ryan Johnson, had like a lot of power to just
0: do whatever he wants yeah you know,
1: what it, what do I want to see in Star Wars? Let's yeah. do that, and then he gets to decide that that's Canon now, which is like a lot it's pretty intense, it's a big responsibility.
0: make your own fan fiction, anything's canon, yeah, it's kind of I don't know, I kind of like it. There's also a little bit in this interview that suggested like that touched on that right, and um. Suggested that the main conflict was about Luke ending the Jedi. Oh, okay. That, that like Mark Hamill was sort of like, why would Luke want to end mm-hmm. the Jedi? And I think that it sort of right. hinted that that was maybe the main okay. the main thing
1: okay. he had a problem That's with. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like it makes sense that he would.
0: It's a different, so. you know, it's d- it's your perception of the character, yeah. right? Yeah. Because uh, like my perception of Luke Skywalker is so not rooted in mark hamill's portrayal of him necessarily right like there's all these other sources of luke canon that Mm -hmm. all kind of merge together. true like when i see uh mark hamill playing luke skywalker it's like he's playing luke skywalker yeah but
1: it's like he isn't luke skywalker yeah he isn't luke skywalker
0: he's playing him there's other like luke skywalker exists in this universe of ideas it's Mm -hmm. it's, uh but i don't know it's just because there's i've read too many comics and books
1: And I, yeah, I mean, it feels like you can definitely, I feel like, make a really good argument that the Jedi are, like, really important to Luke and that he would, you know, want to rebuild the Order, especially because in Legends, you know, they had the whole new Jedi Order and stuff like that. Um, I feel like you could also make a good argument that he finds out more and is like, you know what, maybe let's do something different. Maybe it doesn't have to be this specific thing anymore. And I guess we'll see where that takes us in Last Jedi.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think the Jedi are going to end. Yeah. I think that maybe the word Jedi is going to end. Mm-hmm. I think that Star Wars is always going to have people with laser swords yeah. fighting each other. And yeah. some of them will be good and some of them will be evil. And some of them might be a mix of both, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's more what the direction this is going. Mm-hmm. I think the word Jedi has too much marketing behind it for them to yeah. to give up on. That
1: makes sense.
0: You know, it's like, yeah. like we're not going to have a movie a couple, like, episode 11 isn't going to have Bendu instead of Jedi. Mm-hmm. You
1: mm-hmm. know, it's
0: not going to have, like, Bendu the character class. Not, it,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: and, and you do, like, it, it would be hard to follow up, you know, having uh, episode 6, return of the jedi and then two episodes later it's like i know forget it that's over you know like there's probably gonna be some sort of um change of heart for luke uh maybe
0: i think he's gonna die in this movie yeah maybe you don't think so Mm -hmm. like that was obvious to me i'm like luke's totally gonna die in this movie
1: maybe and i mean it just feels like i mean they already had this movie shot you know when carrie fisher died But are they gonna have like
0: both deaths?
1: Han dies in episode seven, Luke in episode eight, and then Leia in episode nine. I don't know. Would they do that? Cause wait, but
0: doesn't doesn't Leia die in this movie? No,
1: she dies. She's gonna have. Well, then
0: Luke's definitely gonna die.
1: Yeah, maybe. She dies between the movies, I guess, because right, because the movie was already done.
0: Right. So there's actually a little quote here about ryan johnson on luke too Mm. uh so it says who is luke skywalker but more than that who's luke skywalker now i grew up with an idea of who luke was so the real question was why is luke on that island luke's no coward; he's not hiding from a fight so there must be some reason he's there that makes sense to him that was the first nut to crack what he just had to answer the question (laughs) what do you mean
1: like I don't know. Like J J didn't tell him why he thought Luke was on the island. Have either.
0: you seen anything else J Abrams has made? Of? That's true. J J didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> J J creates. Like he's got a whole TED talk about it. Right. It's called mystery boxes, mm. and he talks about how that's how he makes stories. Is he mm. creates mystery boxes, mm-hmm. which are these questions? Anyway. The seed for the whole story was inside that shell. I just had to get to it. So it's like he thought a lot about that and then based the story kind Mm -hmm. of on that. The Force Awakens might have been a film about Luke Skywalker, but The Last Jedi is Luke Skywalker's film. Mm. Missing for decades, his trusty X-wing rusting beneath the waves, Luke finds redemption in the form of Rey. Mm. So, like, I think he's gonna die. (laughs) This is his movie. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I... I felt this way since this movie was yeah. announced. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Luke can't survive that much longer because he would steal the spotlight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't have, like, Obi-Wan with you on adventures through,
1: mm, true. you know. Yeah. Well, we thought that about Kanan, too, in Rebels, and he keeps Maybe Luke will go blind
0: instead. <laughs> yeah. Or he'll be disabled in some, some like, not disabled. Like,
1: yeah, like, um, taken out of the... Taken out of the, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, like his soul will get trapped in a crystal
1: classic
0: <laughs> happens a lot <laughs> yeah uh, there's one more little thing about Snoke okay which I think uh, kind of answers this question once mm-hmm. and for all we got the whole story of Palpatine's rise to power in the prequels but in the original films he's exactly what he needs to be which is just the emperor in quotes Johnson tells Empire in the new October issue oh whoops right He's a dark force, the scary thing behind the thing. That was entirely how I approached Snoke. I wasn't interested in explaining where he came from or telling his story, except where it serves this story. Mm. So we're not getting an answer to that question. There is no answer to that question. Right. J.J. Abrams did not intend an answer to that question. Snoke is nobody. Snoke is Snoke. We're putting that to rest because... I feel like that's the answer to that question. Pablo
1: has been saying that for like a year. I know. He's been trying to tell people like snoke is snoke.
0: <laughs> yeah, until someone decides he's not.
1: Yeah. Right? True.
0: Like yeah. until someone decides that actually he's not. So mm-hmm. like Speaking of snoke.
1: Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> that's a really
0: scary picture of snoke. That's what he looks like and I'm just I just pulled up a picture of snoke for Jamie.
1: It's not Oh no. It's so scary.
0: He's really scary looking. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like his golden cloak looks more, um, it, it makes more sense than what we've seen. Yeah, it looks metallic. Yeah, it looks metallic, almost like... Um, Ar- armor. Yeah, it doesn't look as ostentatious as it looks in a lot of the toys. Yeah,
1: it doesn't look like disco Snoke.
0: And it doesn't look like a golden rod yellow. Yeah. It's like a very muted kind of... Uh, right. Anyway, this this is from uh, the TCG, oh. or the the card app. Oh, card app, yeah. Whatever it's called, so that's what he's going to look like in the new movie. Wow, he's scary. Yeah, this is from an article on Polygon dot com. I'll I'll link it in the podcast notes. Wow. Scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like it i don't like it in a in a scary way not in a i wish it wasn't made kind of way
0: yeah it's eff- effectively scary
1: yeah yeah
0: but also i i feel like you know they've said that he's an alien but he also looks like he could be human but yeah. just with a like deformed face
1: yeah or like damaged in some like way his
0: face is yeah yeah but again we're not going to get an answer to that question True, he's true. Just, it doesn't matter he's it just doesn't matter that he's that just guy.
1: snoke yeah hm.
0: it doesn't even matter
1: Wow. Who's even, who's driving the ship? Nobody.
0: Nobody. Who's driving? <laughs> wow, we are like really nihilistic. This, this is going to be, when people listen to this part of the podcast in the future, it's going to be like this is the whole nihilistic right, our, phase. Right, our
1: teenage, like, teenage angst. Angst phase of the podcast.
0: Yeah, so uh, the only other big piece of news for this week was that Disney has announced their streaming service is going to be live in 2019. Mm hmm. And they've pulled, or they're going to pull all of their stuff from Netflix. Right. Which is not surprising.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm really curious what that streaming service is going to look like.
1: Yeah, and will they have like all the Disney movies on it?
0: Will they still even have the Disney channel? Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. I think there's like multiple Disney channels at this point. Right, there's Disney XD. and. There's Disney XD. Hmm. I'm Dareth Mullen, watching Disney XD. <laughs> 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 well, there you have it. There you have it. That's the Star Wars news for the, all the news that you need for the week. All the news that's fit back, to print. All the news that's fit to print. You're back to school. Back to school right? news. Wow. We should have okay. done a back to school episode.
1: And we could talk about a Star Wars school. We could have whole episode about
0: Star school. Wars school. Yeah. I feel like Imperial Academy, Jedi Academy. Yeah. Nice. All the academies. Um, fit to print. I feel like um,
1: one of the things that's both beautiful and painful about this podcast is going back after something came out and listening to what we thought about it before it came out.
0: Also our audio quality in those first few episodes.
1: Yeah, I didn't mean like that far back. Okay. But I was thinking about like some of the pre-Rogue One episodes. Yeah. And we have, you know, that whole episode where we talk about like, I think all the characters are going to survive because why would they kill them all when they could sell merchandise of them? And then we were just totally wrong. We were wrong about everything about that. And so I'm excited to see how much we're wrong about about Last Jedi and how much we're right about. Like, what, what stuff has everybody been agreeing on that is true? And what stuff does everybody agree on that is not true? Yeah. Because we really felt like we kept... Seeing the previous for Rogue One, and you'd be like, I feel like I've seen this movie.
0: I feel like I've I've seen this movie,
1: but then it was pretty different. Like there were all, right. it had no, a lot of surprises. Right, you're right, it right. you had a lot of surprises. Um, and like for even, I'm sure this one will too. Exactly, even thinking like when the way they marketed Krennic.
0: Versus what his character was in the movie. They marketed him as, like, this, like, Disney villain. This, yeah. Like, you know, like, he was going to be, like, crisp and yeah. British. And, yeah. and he ended up being a hot mess.
1: Yeah, like a drunken uncle. He was so sloppy. He was super sloppy. If I can he... think
0: of one word, <laughs> if I can think of two words, okay. it would be crumpled and sloppy.
1: <laughs> Those are such good ones. Those are my... It's true. He was crumpled and sloppy. And we see, like... One of his uh,
0: close-up scenes. <laughs> we should do this for all the characters. Okay, so, <laughs> okay. so for um, Galen or so, it's tired.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, are we got, we got one word for everybody or two words? Well,
0: let's try and do it in one.
1: Okay. Let's try and do it in one. Uh, Jin or so. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cassie and Andor.
0: Um, mm, I don't know. Conflicted. I was gonna say shady, but. Mm. But he ends up being good, though. Yeah, he's
1: conflicted about his duties.
0: Conflicted. Um. True it. Wisecracker.
1: Mm. He's base. Loyal. Mm. Uh. Vody.
0: Uh. Scared.
1: <laughs> C2B5. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Absent.
0: Absent, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah darth De- vader
0: um imposing no it's um oh disappointed or like what's yeah, the yeah. what's the um, thing he says
1: yeah what what's a good one word description for like the wagging finger disapproving disapproving yeah, yeah he disapproves of this rebellion he disapproves mm. of tarkin caddy oh tarkin is so caddy
0: yeah tarkin's caddy yeah are there other characters we're forgetting about um is the basics K2SO. K2 is uh um unnecessary. No, K2 wasn't unnecessary. That was He mean. feels inserted into the movie. Mm. I liked him. I like him too, but he feels sometimes he feels like a little bit like uh like Sebastian and Flounder.
1: <laughs> He's the Disney sidekick.
0: Yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah, like BB-8 or even like R2 and yeah. C-3PO. Yeah, every the...
1: they always have to have a, a droid sidekick.
0: Yeah, at least one. Yeah two is better though you could have had c2b5
1: exactly so yeah i think so there are were (laughs) surprises i didn't expect krennic to be that much of a hot mess as opposed to like a slick um krennic was the biggest surprise and the fact that they actually did total party kill i would not i
0: would not have predicted that no
1: we didn't predict that so i i feel like that's one of the things i'm really looking forward to about last jedi is just like seeing where it does and doesn't meet my expectations totally so
0: Mm -hmm.
1: what were we talking about that was the end of the news
0: oh okay uh do you want to talk about the phasma comic i do what did you think of it
1: so it was not the whole comic but just the first issue first issue of the phasma comic is out Issue number one. Issue number one.
0: I thought it was awesome. I thought it was my new favorite Star Wars comic. The, yeah. The art is great. The storytelling is great. Yeah. It's pretty I, cool.
1: I didn't really have any expectations for this. I was like, okay, it's the story of Phasma yeah. after uh, the events of The Force Awakens. And it it just it goes in like a fun direction right away.
0: Yeah. It's like she breaks out of the trash compactor and then uh, she's she goes and... And erases the her, the
1: uh, the like records of her disabling the shield generator.
0: <laughs> and then she finds that someone else has already seen it. Yeah, that she's done it. So she goes after him and blames him and says it was yeah. him. Yeah, and she's
1: totally gonna kill him.
0: And she's totally <laughs> gonna kill him because he witnessed it. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a cute pilot.
1: Yeah, she commandeers a Tie fighter pilot who also has what is presumably BB-9E
0: or or a, yeah a, a first order bb unit but yep. hopefully this is the introduction of bb9e that would be awesome imagine if bb9e is with Phasma yeah in the movie yeah and so
1: she that commandeers so cool. this pilot and their droid and they take a special forces type f- uh fighter and fly off to like go and capture this guy
0: who saw and there's this there's this whole like cool narrative element where like the story is being told in her report yeah so there's like what she said in her report and then she's doing something else yeah um so that was cool
1: that's a great framing device
0: yeah it was such a cool little i don't know it was great i'm really looking forward to seeing more of it
1: yeah and because there isn't um you know because so far it's been mostly uh helmets then the art can be really um what's a good word you know how it's it's like uh how if something is reproduced really faithfully you can say it has high fidelity But I'm not sure what the uh, adjective is for fidelity. Like it's, you you can't say the art is loyal.
0: Fidelitous?
1: Yeah, like what is that version of the word? I don't know. Faithful. Faithful, I guess. The art, like it recreates the helmets really faithfully because you don't have to capture the likeness of a person. Agreed. So the art is really high quality. Looked really good.
0: Yeah, I liked it. The the line work and the paint work was nice. Mm
1: -hmm. I love that there's a cute TIE fighter pilot um we don't know what their real name is no nope. or anything about them because they're wearing their helmet and she... but
0: it looks like they're going to be a recurring character yeah because
1: yeah. it's just the two of them and and then they've got this little droid that was repairing their tie fighter i
0: feel like it is bb90 and it's going to be sticking with phasma because at the beginning of this comic she's mm-hmm. like get it away from me yeah yeah so like by the end of this comic that pilot's going to be dead and she's going to be stuck with the droid
1: and she's going to like like them by then
0: yeah totally. totally
1: yeah so it was i was really impressed Uh, It was a really fun first issue. Definitely going to be
0: following it closely. Mm
1: -hmm. And I I think it'll be interesting to see... I think uh, we did hear something of a general spoiler for the Phasma novel in the comments of the um, comic. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see what her character is like because we're going to read that book soon. Uh, It's been...
0: Talked about it very interestingly. It's got some good reviews. There's a lot that I, I'm, i yeah, I'm a little bit regretting that we didn't visit mm-hmm. that first because mm-hmm. it seems like it has a lot of meat on it. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. Yeah. It was pretty exciting.
1: So, yeah, that was super fun. I would, if you liked Phasma at all as a
0: character or wished she had done more in the movie, um, check it out go and check out the phasmic or wait until the trade paperback yeah out, whatever yeah. you want it's pretty cool all right come and watch a show no with you're us supposed them. to ask like what time is oh, it oh yeah <clears throat> he's in what time is it come and watch a show welcome with us it's clone do. corner welcome to clone corner the corner of the pot. Wait, is it clone... Yeah, we do clone corner first. And yeah. then we do the book. Yeah,
1: The portion of this show...
0: Where we talk about... Clone... Clones. Clone. Clones.
1: Clones, wars, droids.
0: All the news fits a print. Yeah. All the clones fits a print. <laughs> so...
1: Okay. So, these episodes... These so episodes... Listeners... Woof. If, if you watch a lot of TV, you will know that a common structure before Netflix binge shows, I feel like this was more common, on TV... There is a really common structure where before the dramatic finale of a season, you have a little arc or an episode that is basically filler.
0: It's a joke. It's the jokey episode. Yeah, it's it, like...
1: It, it like gives you a break. I think that's the sometimes idea. Sometimes
0: it's the musical episode. Sometimes yeah. it's the episode where there there's a TV show about the TV show. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs>
1: it's, it's, there's, sometimes there's puppets.
0: Sometimes there's puppets involved.
1: Yeah, it's like... This was that
0: episode. Yeah,
1: it's the calm before the storm. You get... <laughs>
0: I love, I always loved those episodes. I did not love this episode. No.
1: Um so the, yeah, th- these were those episodes for season five of Clone Wars. This has been a heavy season so far. Um and we yeah. now we've we've through these three sort of throwaway ish jokey episodes before. There was four. There was four.
0: There was four.
1: Oh man. Yeah. It just kept going.
0: It kept going.
1: Um and, like oh my god. And then you're going to have the, like, seven episodes left or whatever there are of Clone Wars, which are all, like, super heavy and dramatic. There's two and, more arcs left. Yeah. These episodes basically, R2-D2 and some other droids, new droids, get sent on a mission with um, a new character. I can't even remember what his name is. Colonel Gascon. Right, Colonel Gascon. And the
0: pit droid. Has, I forgot what the pit droid's name is.
1: Oh, um...
0: it's three letters. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not like Wally but it it.
0: Well, it's all, something like yeah, that. Yeah, all, all the other droids are mechs, and he's a uh, something else.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um They're... Anyway, so yeah. this this Colonel that they get sent with is um very small, so yep. he can fit inside the dome of one of the Astromech units.
0: After they lobotomize it, uh, yeah, they lobotomize the. It's pretty, Astromech first. Pretty terrifying. It
1: is. He kind of like revokes his consent at the last minute and they do it anyway it's very weird they don't treat droids very consistently in the star wars universe it's not great um but and there's a a pink droid named cutie cutie katie
0: oh so it's cutie katie uh is that's not the one like she's not the one f- later on in the new movies though right i don't think so because there's the pink r2 unit in the Resistance base.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know.
0: I wonder if it's the same one.
1: I don't know. Anyway, so they go and they try and get some code-breaking stuff from the Separatists, and they get in trouble, and oh, they do meet a clone that ha- there's a cool arc with Not Gregor. Not just
0: any clone. It's Gregor from Rebels. Yeah, Yeah, this is the origin of Gregor. Yeah, that was really cool. So I thought that was neat that one of the ones they picked was... Yeah. And... And... Um he had like mark one era clone armor that they don't use anymore right like it's from like the movie
1: yeah he gets like the implication of gregor was he crash lands on this planet after a battle and he has amnesia so he gets found by somebody um a solaston who uh puts him to work in his restaurant as a dishwasher and doesn't tell him he's this republic soldier and then he kind of gets recognized and they talk to him and then he wants to go back and join the clone wars again so he goes with them and wait no he, <laughs> he
0: doesn't Oh yeah no he, no he tries to go with them he, and he sacrifices he, himself He
1: sacrifices but,
0: himself dramatically but we know he gets away somehow yeah because he comes back in rebels
1: yeah and and the the interesting part about that is that if you were watching the clone wars you would assume that guy died
0: but yeah he doesn't but then when if you're watching rebels you're like oh gregor he must have been such a badass that he's yeah
1: and then there's this whole wealth of time where you're like well i guess he also gets back to the republic somehow joins us gonna get
0: back yeah he's like go on without me i'll i'll get back somehow and he does and he does
1: and he meets uh, meets up with rex and who is the
0: other i think it's wolf Is the oh yeah who is, yeah. I think, also a main character in the later half.
1: Right. So, Or maybe in season six, in the Lost episodes, we'll see Gregor come back. I maybe, don't know. Maybe, yeah. So, that was a cool... I think it's
0: cooler if we don't. Yeah. That's like a... I don't know. Super Easter egg. Yeah, it's kind of a cool little connection that he had his own little adventures. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah,
1: these episodes. Wow.
0: I have a few... There's a few redeeming qualities, and there's some things I want to talk about. Okay. The first thing I want to talk about is that I feel like this whole season, they've been trying to do... They've been following a consistent theme, which is that every arc of the show is about four episodes long, mm-hmm. and they introduce a new group of characters. Yeah, true. Um, and the first two times they did it with the, like, Saw Gerrera and Steela Guerrera mm-hmm. and all those people, um, it worked really well. Yep. And it worked really well with the Jedi Apprentices, yep. where, where, like, they made you really care about this new group of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time it didn't work.
1: Yeah. They had the two characters they relied on, this uh, Colonel Gascon and the... Were, uh,
0: yeah, the pit, pit, the droid. pit droid. Wow. They were both extremely unlikable.
1: Yeah. Really unlikable characters.
0: Like, I feel like you needed one of one of those droid. Like, because they were the only talking characters. Yeah. Like, R2 was there, too. And R2 is really likable. But R2 was kind of... You don't notice R2 as much when you have... Because he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um like r2 does a lot of cool Mm -hmm. r2 stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you would expect yeah but yeah i feel like you maybe needed a third character who could talk yeah who was a bit more likable because they were both kind of interesting characters but Mm -hmm. but not by them together by themselves because they were both kind of the same character yeah they were both driven by their ego yeah and wanted to appear like greater than they were
1: and they both like learned something like they they had little character there was character
0: arcs which were not bad like Mm -hmm. like and i feel like if this episode this episode arc was in season two it would have been awful yeah where like even even the filler episodes in season five like it wasn't bad Mm -hmm. it was okay there was a character arc Mm -hmm. um some interesting things kind of happened it wasn't i didn't i wasn't bored
1: i was kind of bored
0: I was a little bit bored. I was playing Pokemon at the same time. <laughs> I
1: was playing games on my phone also.
0: <laughs> which I wasn't for any of the rest of this yeah. season. I was I was pretty... Uh, so, no, it mean, could have been better. Yeah. Um, some interesting other little things like... So, this is the first appearance of... I forget what they're called. But uh, Colonel Gascon's race. Or right. s- species. Which appears in the new Star Wars movie as a casino dealer. <gasps> you you remember that yeah yeah so a lot of people think that's that's gonna be that's That's cool a little gascon yeah whatever they're called
1: i don't know if we find out do they say Uh, yeah 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 he definitely he
0: says what his his species is called cool uh yeah so
1: he had like the most stereotypical like colonel voice ever i know like it's you you might not know what i mean but if you go and listen to him you're like oh yeah 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 that that voice like you'll recognize it when it's you hear like it it's
0: like a cartoon army guy voice yeah
1: okay if any of you go to the movies and you've seen the cineplex commercials that where it has the anthropomorphic popcorn and it has <laughs> <What the? laughs> yeah you know like movie commercials and they have this whole set of commercials about anthropomorphic popcorn and one of the popcorn characters is named colonel colonel
0: you R- know uh, right
1: as you do it's the exact same voice like, yeah, there's, it, it's a it's, it's, it's a, a stereotype. It's a stereotype. This army dude stereotype. It's he like, had that voice. Yeah, it was not charming. It was a lot to listen to
0: for the worst. four episodes. Yeah, definitely. So I, you know, I think that was like they were both interesting characters, but maybe one of them, mm-hmm. and then have the other one be really charming and likable. Yeah. So if you're watching season five,
1: like we recommended, just skip, skip these can episodes. Skip these ones. They're not necessary. Yep. Yeah
0: cool uh want to move on yeah next week we we get the uh darth maul and death watch episodes yeah with the uh, there's apparently those are pretty exciting episodes and then right after that we get the trial of ahsoka mm-hmm. and the barris stuff
1: yeah well, that's pretty exciting so there's a lot of a lot of things there's look a lot of forward. tarkin in those episodes too
0: oh i didn't know that that's cool yeah all right so uh moving on to book corner
1: book corner the first third of leia princess of alderaan by claudia gray
0: the third claudia gray book in the star wars yeah it's true and also about a character she's already written about
1: yes but her young incarnation she's 16 yes she is what do you think
0: i was a little bored Mm. i was a little disappointed because i liked both of her other books so much i i just felt like it was a little bit Uh, Until the end. like Mm where, So, like, oh, spoiler. Spoilers. uh, Let's talk about non-spoiler stuff first. So, I would say not as strong as her other two books. Mm -hmm. But I would still recommend it. It's still really good. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just because you're comparing it to two other really great books, right?
1: You know what I think, too, on that note? I feel like we're both feeling this a little bit. I feel like the part of it that bores slash frustrates me is the prequel aspect it's all stuff that happens that doesn't for me i'm like i want stuff that i don't know about like
0: yeah that's true like i guess like you know what's gonna eventually like the end of the book is gonna be like okay leia here you can actually have your own secret mission you're part of the rebellion now yeah
1: and like yeah we, we know um like we don't know what leia's life was like in this part so it's filling in like a really interesting piece of canon but it's not it's rebel rising yeah it's rebel rising but leia it's not new
0: it's interesting but not exciting
1: yeah and i think like where because we were trying to choose between this and phasma
0: we wish we'd chosen phasma
1: first because phasma is like totally uncharted territory
0: yeah it's like a yeah exactly it's like a
1: character we don't know very well it's leading into force awakens era we don't know yeah force awakens last jedi yeah it's new stuff Whereas this is w- another one of those puzzle pieces for, like, an old part of the galaxy. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of inherently less exciting. Yeah. Um, And it, you know, the stakes are high on a galactic level, but it's stakes still... Stakes are
0: really low. Yeah, it's still a
1: 16-year-old girl trying to prove that she's an adult kind of thing. That's so,
0: pretty much what the story is. It's, uh... I feel I feel like there's potential for it to pick up and she gets swept up on, like, a... A crazy adventure, mm-hmm. uh, like, but like the first third of the book. Yeah, we read the first third of the book, and not a lot.
1: Yeah, it's just starting to pick
0: up. Not a lot happens, and it is starting to pick up. Um, and there's some spoilery stuff which I want to discuss. Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. Um, so it's the Rebel Rising of Leia. If yep. you if you want to read that, we'll talk more about it next week.
1: Her life uh, is much less tragic than Jyn Erso's. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, until this point obviously. A, up until this point. She's pretty spoiled and yeah. Uh, but it does delve into some of her psychology which is kind of yeah. a, kind of interesting. I uh, like
1: the way Claudia Gray writes Leia.
0: I agree. So and it's like very consistent. Mhm. Okay, so spoiler alert till the end of the podcast. Okay. Okay, so like there is some interesting stuff here because yes. they go to Crate. Yes. Uh, which, if you guys don't know what... Crate crate is the new planet with all the, the salt and the mm-hmm. re- the red stuff from mm-hmm. from the uh, episode 8 trailers. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that we're going to be like... When we go to Crate, Leia's going to be like, this is my dad's old base. I've known about it for a while, but yeah. I haven't used it yet. Yeah. You know? There's um, going to be
1: something on Crate that they're going to want to look up or something.
0: Yeah. Well, that's where they're they're probably retreating to a, ba- a new base. Right. Ba- like, I'm guessing their base gets... It looks like... Right. The base gets uh, invaded. Invaded, right? So I'm guessing they they have to come, like retreat to a. a and this is like the only one she still has, right? She's like, my dad made this, and it's like mm-hmm. kind of a nice little Easter egg to this re- reference to this book. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that's, that's that was c- cool. Kind of what I'm guessing is going to happen. Uh, it's the only way I can really fit those two pieces together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some other stuff there's some there's some ya stuff where there's like classic you know like there's the the kid who's a, a jerk and then there's the other kid who's dreamy and like maybe <laughs> by the end of the book the jerk's going to be a, a really charming guy and then the charming guy might turn out to be an asshole
1: oh I, yeah i th- and i think there is a there is definitely a romance brewing obviously oh yeah
0: definitely with, it's very obvious with
1: the the dreamy one um, yeah
0: I was wondering if it was going to go the other way though right, just because that's so obvious.
1: I feel like I flicked through it a little bit. I think it's <laughs> it's the obvious one um, well,
0: you know you got to have that
1: yeah it I mean it definitely like when we meet Leia at about nineteen twenty in a new hope, uh, or by the time we by the, by the time she has her romance with Han Solo in Empire Strikes Back, you don't get the impression that this is her first romance no at all so it makes yeah. sense to introduce a romance you know when she's a teenager kind of thing she, yeah, somebody absolutely. somebody back uh from her princess
0: days small little criticism about the writing mm. which i noticed is uh whenever there's a character with dark skin she mentions it but
1: but not when it's white when when it's yeah. everybody
0: else but- that's not uncommon it's not uncommon but yeah there's been a few authors recently who've been very good at that where they'll Mm -hmm. be like this character had very pale skin Mm -hmm. um like like it's like cool you know you you're you're hitting the diversity but you're still like
1: yeah it's a
0: common mistake
1: defaulting to white yeah um i like that we get brea and bale as characters for like Brea, especially for the first time
0: yeah especially like setting her up as kind of like the mastermind behind the part of that rebellion Mm -hmm. which was really cool Mm -hmm. um
1: in the first part of the book leia's parents are really busy and they've been a little distant from her and leia's sort of having a hard time
0: i was worried the whole book that was gonna be the main conflict was that her parents were ignoring her yeah
1: so her parents are ignoring her they're planning on these dinner parties she's really bitter about it obviously we know as an audience they're planning a rebellion and they're trying to they're trying to keep her out of it because they don't want to put her in danger well the that like first act uh pivot is her finding out her meeting her dad at one of the rebel bases and totally and him having to sort of bring her on a little bit because she's figured out some of this stuff so totally that was good and i and we know by the time of rogue one He trusts her in the Rebellion. Yeah. Like, implicitly. By the end of this book, she's going to be going on
0: missions by herself.
1: Plus, when we see her in Rebels, she's probably only 17, 18, maybe.
0: Right, yeah. And And she's she's already doing... Yeah, she's already organizing stuff. Yeah. For some reason, they have a kid in charge of it. Well, it's It's Star Star Wars Wars. universe. There's kids in charge of everything. It's true. Uh, So, I thought it was actually really cool and really surreal to have bale and leia interacting Mm. because you never see that yeah um like i it was like oh right that's her dad yeah like and like on an intellectual level i know that yeah but it's it was so surreal to see them interacting whoa
1: this was like yeah this is the first is the
0: first time i think it is the first time in star wars canon we see Mm -hmm. them interacting Mm -hmm. so that was kind of cool and and yeah we get to see leia's mom for the first time yeah uh You also get the uh, obligatory Tarkin.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I saw his name later on, too. He comes back a couple times.
0: I thought it was really cool, the context in which they met. So, like, the way they meet is that he uh, they're at a Senate conference, Mm -hmm. and and Leia's, like, sucking up to him. Yeah. And then he, like, does a classic Tarkin move. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, thank you, by the way. Like, he kind of, like... Mentions without mentioning yeah. that he knows that she's been like whatever she did.
1: Yeah, she witnessed or like she, she undermined she the empire. Undermined the empire, yeah. Yeah, she
0: broke the rules. Like, yeah, and uh. It's, like, a classic, and it kind of, like, sets up their relationship in episode four. Yeah. Where Tarkin's like, ah, oh, you piece of shit. And <laughs> Leia's like, yeah, you crusty old fucker. Yeah,
1: I hate you. I
0: hate you so much. Yeah. yeah so, like, I'm excited to see if there's more Le- mm. Leia and Tarkin, because yeah. in episode four, they seem to know each other. For sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah. that that was a good dynamic. And, like, Tarkin... I tarkin is at his best when he's written catty. oh yeah. like when I mean, like, he's
0: just a like crusty old fucker yeah
1: he's so catty all the time
0: and yeah, he can't say anything nice
1: no and when so my favorite part of like building out the tarkin canon a little bit <laughs> like in rogue one and in this is thinking about his own perspective in his own book and how great he thinks he is yeah. But like yeah, when you totally. see everyone else interacting with him, they're like, Oh my god, this guy's the worst. Like he's the literal worst. Totally. And he's petty. He's super petty. And he's really catty. Mm-hmm. And he's really like um like self aggrandizing. And it kind of puts his own book into perspective because it it's just like Yeah,
0: It's so skewed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's fun to see him from other people's perspective. Totally.
0: So like, you know, this book is really fun. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wish I had read Phasma instead.
1: Yeah. I think it's like, this would have been a perfect book for us in the downtime between Rogue One and Last Jedi hype.
0: Yeah. Whenever... yeah. when
1: things were a little quieter on the star wars front but this there's would like have been so
0: m- there's so much right now yeah we, like we're gonna have to decide between reading phasma and another point of whatever it's called certain point of view a certain point of view after this
1: i feel like because we have it's like what two weeks gap between when that comes out and when we're f-
0: we could read phasma in two weeks or
1: we could just delay certain point of view by like a week or whatever right read phasma in three yeah. weeks yeah, yeah sure we could do that because um, i really want to read it
0: that's a good idea i guess the sooner we finish leah the sooner we can start phasma
1: yeah so and there's something else i want to talk about which is okay you know how listeners long time listeners of the podcast might remember our um harry potter analogy you know we had the the three main characters and then the neville longbottom
0: Mm, of the star wars galaxy yeah yeah, totally well
1: we officially have the luna lovegood of the star wars
0: galaxy you said like i don't think i would have identified that unless you said it i was really i was just like oh it's like the artsy stoner girl like she seems like like they always say like her eyes are glazed over and she's just like (laughs) you know man (laughs) like i didn't i didn't picture her as being as like Quirky as Luna, I, but once you said that, yeah, well, that she, was, its
1: like all of her clothes are mismatched and rainbow-colored, and she's got n- new um, hair color every time we see her.
0: Yeah, it's definitely Luna Lovegood.
1: And so there's a Luna Lovegood who, yeah, uh, is in the Last Jedi. What? That's Laura Dern's character with the pink hair.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So oh. this is the introduction of
1: amelyn Holdo
0: from okay. Last Jedi. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes this book cooler.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't know you didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Admiral Holo. Right. So
1: now we know that this character has been around and And is
0: probably going to be a rebel.
1: Yeah, is one of Leia's friends from right. when she was a kid.
0: Wow. And now she's coming back that's in Last so Jedi. That's so cool. I wonder what other connections we're going to have to Last Jedi. We have Crate yeah. already. Mhm. Maybe and, they'll go to Canto bite.
1: Yeah, and and, and Amilyn and and I so that was really cool because I didn't know what kind of character she would be like from her promo pictures and stuff. I mean,
0: she's older now though, so yeah. she, she that that like zaniness might be a bit more subdued.
1: Mhm. But
0: it like that's y- so cool. Yeah,
1: so one of leia's super old friends is coming back in huh. in last jedi and she
0: still has pink hair yeah
1: she has pink hair so that's cool and you can see like her dress is is really elegant in her promotional photos she's you know she's a an adult woman now yeah um but she has like a flair for like quirky fashion and uh, that's cool yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing like what their relationship develops into
0: yeah and to it's, see w- it's,
1: yeah. what it's going to be like in the movie
0: totally i can't wait now that sounds really cool
1: mm-hmm. i feel like we can already tell so the boy that she's kind of got eyes for who's definitely got eyes for her too
0: the lux von the
1: lux von because that's who i pictured yeah was lux von um anyway he's from alderaan so i'm pretty sure we know what happens to him he dies yeah i mean he gets Alderon, right <laughs> like, I assume that's what happens to them.
0: Right. Alderaan gets blown up.
1: But I don't know whether or not they would have, like, been... I I can't imagine they
0: would have still been together by then. Do you think Bail Organa was on Alderaan when it blew up? Yes. Is that canon?
1: It is. I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah, because in Bloodline they talk about that too. Oh, okay. Bail and Brea were both on Alderaan when it got
0: Alderaan. That's what we're calling it now? <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: It's going to, I feel like, um, by the end of this book, that could be an interesting additional impact is like, we have not really been to Alderon before. So this true, is like our true, first, yeah. our first, uh, spending any serious time with that planet and its people. Um,
0: yeah, good point. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of interesting canon material mm-hmm. that comes out of this. We're going to learn a lot of new things, Mm-mm. uh,
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I think it's really good, but I totally felt that kind of like slight regret of like, oh, I I kind of wish I was reading Phasma. Phasma. Um, and I feel like a lot of this just, yeah, just because of the timing, there's so much Star Wars canon right now.
0: Yeah. And it's like, I was saying, it's interesting. It's just not exciting. Yes. It's like not, it's not new and, yeah. And fresh. It's like filling in old stuff. Yeah. Which is cool.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But your, like, ski instructor class, your ski instructions is less exciting than, you know...
0: Espionage missions yeah. with Phasma and, or whatever. Yeah,
1: and pilots and stuff. So, you know.
0: And apparently you were saying, like, Hux and... and yeah, Kylo Ren. Kylo are in that book, too. Yeah. Which and, is just, like, amazing. I can't, um, I can't wait.
1: Uh, Brendel Hux is also in
0: oh, no. Phasma, too. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> that guy's the worst.
0: That's true. Um but, yeah. Oh, can we do a little bonus segment? I could always put this at the beginning of the yes. podcast. About what? Do we do we want to wrap up this little part first? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's
1: so that's that's Leia. It's good mm-hmm. so far.
0: It's good so far. It's it's a Leia. It's a Leia. You should you should read. It's only fifteen dollars. It's a cheap book. Oh, cool. Like it's not. It wasn't like a thirty dollar book. Right so nice it's love rebel like for some reason the smaller books are half the price even though they're basically
1: i wonder if it's just because they're ya like yeah, they're, they're YA targeted books are at cheap, teenagers so they make them more affordable less money
0: yeah i guess so yeah. cool yeah so it's like 15 dollars. go buy it
1: yeah it's good uh especially if you like leia
0: yeah if you like leia it's a it's a no no brainer yep okay so little little mini discussion okay I was watching a YouTube channel today Mm -hmm. called uh, Star Wars Reading Club, I think. Okay. I'll provide a link in the podcast description. Okay. (laughs) And uh, it was about the Rebels trailer. Oh, okay. Specifically about how Tarkin is telling Thrawn about the codename of the Death Star. Right. Um, And he was speculating that... If that's a major... Like, it seems like Krennic and the Death Star are going to come up mm-hmm. in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's what's going to make Thrawn leave... If th- if that's going to be the conclusion of Thrawn's um, story arc in Rebels, mm. is that he disapproves of the Death Star.
1: Yeah. Which
0: we already know he does. Yeah,
1: because that's at the end of his novel, is like him... Him being like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: So, like, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, and and I think this is actually pretty likely, Mm -hmm. is that Thrawn won't just be a villain. Yeah. Not that he's going to be a rebel, but that he might defect from the Empire or sabotage Krennic. Mm -hmm. You know, if Krennic's a character, Mm -hmm. he might sabotage the production of the Death Star, or he might try to gain intel. Maybe he'll go to Scarif and try to get the plans. Yeah and uh see what's actually happening because he's a curious sort yep um yeah because he knows what it's called it's called stardust so he can just yeah. go look it up and, and if the... he goes back to the chis ascendancy instead because he doesn't maybe that's what happens to his character hmm. you know yeah he, is that um by the end of it he parts ways with because he says you will yeah he's like if this like i think he even says that to the emperor at the end of his book is that you know like the emperor i think is like so what do you think of the death star Mm -hmm. he's like well if it proves to be a bigger threat to my people as well as then i might have to back out yeah you know so maybe he goes back to the chiss or Mm -hmm. maybe he get he sabotages it and he gets reprimanded and gets sent to the outer regions or whatever Mm -hmm. on on a on a like mission that's yeah i don't know Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm still pulling for some remakes of the original Thrawn books, where where Thrawn, Thrawn what what Thrawn's up to after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so that's cool. But that yeah. makes sense, right? Isn't yeah. that like especially like especially when you have a villain in two seasons, you have to advance there. Yeah, he can't just be the same character he was last season. Plus, Tarkin wasn't really a character in season three, not really. So and if, if he comes back, if Tarkin's back, and we have Death Star stuff and Saw and yeah. Krennic, we have like all the Rogue One stuff. Yeah, then I feel like Thrawn has to have his own point of view, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and maybe he's going to be not agreeing with everything the Empire does, Mm-hmm. And that would be really interesting, be really cool. Yeah. So that wasn't my idea. That was. That's cool. Star Wars Reading Club on YouTube, but I just wanted to discuss it because yeah. I thought it was really interesting. I like that. Yeah.
1: I think it'd be... Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, What I really like about that scene in the Rebels trailer is it... And because we know Tarkin is angling... Tarkin thinks of the Death Star as his project. Of course. Really. He thinks of everything as his project. Yeah, exactly. So um, in in context, it appears like Tarkin is taking Krennic's side over Thrawn's. But we know from
0: Rogue One that Tarkin is not on Krennic's side. So maybe he's just like, hey, so there's this prod. Like. Yeah,
1: he's like angling to take it over already. And... Or
0: he's angling to turn, like to set Thrawn to undermine. Yeah. You know, he's just like wants them to collide. He,
1: yeah, because he, if he sets Krennic and Thrawn against each other.
0: Actually, it's funny, like Tarkin is such a grandfatherly figure in rebels he's it's the one thing where he's not a shit bag yeah you know like tarkin's actually doesn't come off as being he never has any catty moments in rebels no
1: he does have the those two like academy guys executed at the end yeah he's
0: the... he's ruthless but he's not like petty petty and like yeah he's not the character we see in the other mm mm-hmm yeah interesting but it'll be yeah, maybe it'll... he will be
1: mm-hmm. well now that rogue one is out because rogue yeah, one wasn't out when season three was written
0: established his character yeah it yeah
1: especially like yeah him his um interactions with krennic were like a real uh it's one of my recontextualization <laughs> of of krennic, of tarkin's character
0: <laughs> yeah especially along with some of the books we've gotten recently yeah. it's like such a it's a very one of my favorite characters in mm-hmm. star wars is now uh, it's like
1: I hate him. He's the you, worst. But he, but he, you also love him.
0: Like he's so like yeah. I'm not rooting for him. Yeah. But he's like such a flavorful villain. Like yeah. he's like, AI, yeah, He's so colorful.
1: Hmm. So yeah, that would be really interesting.
0: Anyway, yeah, I thought it was worth bringing up. I
1: definitely don't. It's like you said. I don't think Thron will be on our side. But I also I don't. don't think he'll be on the Empire side
0: either. I don't think so. Yeah I think this season is when he may split off from the Empire or Mm -hmm. might get yeah like assigned to another division or something. Mm -hmm. I do think he will still be in the canon. Mm -hmm. I believe we're gonna see more of him. I don't think he's gonna die. He's not gonna die. I think they're gonna save him for Mm -hmm. I think they'll have the kind of ending where it's like they could write books about him later if they wanted to. Yeah. But it's also Inconclusive, Like, maybe we also never see him and he's alive somewhere out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Ray Sloan. Yeah. At the end of Aftermath. So, here's hoping we get more, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's pretty likely that something like that would happen. That's cool. Especially now that, like, Thrawn in season four has his own personal, um, basically, assassin and espionage expert yeah. to send into situations like that, mm-hmm. you know? like you can imagine the scene where we you know like he sends rook to skiriff yeah to like to like scout out what these plans are or whatever i would love to see skiriff and rebels shore troopers yeah. and like the beach and mm-hmm. uh, i like think that would be so cool
1: wouldn't it be yeah wouldn't it wouldn't it be kind of amazing for krennic's character to have somebody else undermining him
0: yeah in, just all three of them going at just it just like
1: everybody is undermining him and he just doesn't know totally like Galen is doing it, Tarkin is doing it, and if uh, Rook and Thrawn are also doing it, like, that guy doesn't stand a chance. That guy is useless.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm excited.
1: Yeah, cool. Love it.
0: Alright, so I guess we'll wrap it up right cool. here then.
1: Yeah, we'll see you next week for more Leia, more Clone Wars, um, more news, probably some more comics, something like that. Something like that. Okay. It was a good week. Nobody died.
0: If you'd like to find more stuff about Star Wars from me and Jamie, you can check out our website at imperialhearts.com or tweet at us at imperial underscore hearts. If you'd like to help support the show, you can rate or review us on iTunes or iTunes. Or, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com imperialhearts. Special thanks to patrons Ryan and Zach for helping us meet our first funding goals. The music used in this podcast is clips from the song Barbarian by Pierre Lowe. This podcast is not endorsed in any way by the Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for entertainment purposes only, and all Star Wars people, names, and places, and anything else, is copyright of Disney and their respective copyright and trademark holders. The Ship of the Week is BB-8 and BB-9E. Think about it.